and we're live. What's going on, everybody? Your favorite truck driver in the whole wide world, the designated driver of adoption, Bitcoin Ben, here for the Patreon show. Today, it's going to be a monotone, very boring, not happy, cheerful, or anything like that. Just kidding. Today, we're going to talk about, and oh, my chat's working, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, Lone Alpha Wolf for the 5x5. Five five. Thank you, my friend. Now, today, we're going to talk about, oh, and welcome to the History Show. History is happening now, so current events will also be discussed on this show. This is history in the making. This is like we are living in 1776, except better. Because, see, we don't have to have a physical war. We can have a digital war. Less people hurt. Not saying that everyone doesn't get hurt, but some people uh, may get hurt, but hopefully not. And part of that is a phenomenon called Q. Now, for those of you that do not know what Q is, Q is a designation of security clearance in the government. And that's about as high as you can get is Q-level security clearance. You basically have every have access to every available option of information that the federal government has. This is the group that is behind Trump. They're ex-military, ex-NSA, ex-CIA, ex-FBI, some current CIA and FBI and NSA. This is a movement. This is a this is a project that has been in the works for many, many years. Trump is part of the project. Trump is the bull in the China shop. (coughs) 
Walter Douglas, you, you ain't wrong, brother. You want to know the origins of Q? The origins of Q goes way back to the 1950s. You want to talk history? Let's talk history. Q and the Q projects, the roots of Q start in the 1950s, late 40s actually, in a group called the John Burks Society. Now, if you weren't around in the 1950s, like I wasn't, you wouldn't, you may not be aware of who um, uh, who the John Burke Society is. It's a group of individuals, a lot of ex-military. Um, the Eisenhower group. That was the original name they thought about calling it, the Eisenhower uh, group, but that did not take hold. And who it's named after is irrelevant. It was actually a pilot in World War I. There was a presidential uh, nominee for the Republican Party called Goldwater. Goldwater was basically the Trump of his time. Goldwater is who brought in Reagan. Goldwater is who brought in Trump. who brought in Nixon, exactly, Barry Goldwater, right? What did I say? Did I say the uh, wrong name? Sorry. Um, Yes, yes, Lone Alpha Wolf, Robert W. Welch Jr. Yep. There you go, right? (laughs) I'm glad I'm used to watching it two times. Who acts now? Like Cornelius. This group was an education facility for anti-communism and anti-progressive movement, pro-America, and. They educated Ronald Reagan out of being a Democrat. He used to be a Democrat, switched over to the Republican Party. Um, it, It was created because of what Eisenhower saw and experienced while he was president. It's why, right? It's it's why Eisenhower led to JFK, 
JFK was the Trump of the Democrat Party. Number one, he was Catholic. Back then, oh, you can't elect a Catholic to a presidency, especially an Irish Catholic. It was a big no-no back then. Different times, my friend. This, this is... what led to JFK, that led to Lyndon B. Johnson. Lyndon B. Johnson was a piece of crap. Lyndon B. Johnson was a progressive. That led to Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon knew Trump. Richard Nixon knew Trump's uncle. Trump's uncle worked for what was kind of the FBI, CIA of the time. The, the, the John Burke Society kind of disappeared in the early 80s but it didn't disappear. It went underground. Um, there were prominent people that kind of took over the helm of the public face of the movement. Rush Limbaugh was one of them, is, is one of them. Um, it evolved into what Trump is now. Oh yeah, don't worry, Trump and Joe Rogan will be doing a conversation. Trust me on that. Trump will be on Joe Rogan's show. This, this movement is it has been in the making and been legitimately put in structure-wise for the last, since 2001, basically. Since the Patriot Act is when they really started putting in concrete structure to create what is now Q and the American First Group. The American first group is the military wing of Trump's structure. And I won't even say Trump's, just the American first pro-American movement. The American first group is ex-military and current military. The Q group is ex-NSA. Ex-CIA, ex-FBI, yeah, the White Hats, Lone Alpha Wolf, basically the White Hats, the pro-American, right? Uh, There's a question here, Ben, 
talk about why and how Bill Clinton signed in law, NESRA. Um, that is going to be a different episode. I'm going to have a guest on soon. He knows who he is, if he's watching this, uh, who is a NESRA expert. And I'm going to leave that up to him. It is, it is uh, important, more important than you guys know. Uh, we're moving into a different phase of the Q project now. The phase is going from defense to offense. And it's going to be a, a steady move to offense. And after the election, don't worry about the election. Definitely vote, but don't worry about the election. The election's going to be fine. Now, the drama afterwards, oh, yeah, there's going to be there's going to be drama. There's going to be lawsuits. But the election, the election's fine. All is well with the election. The aftermath of the election. It's what's going to be interesting. The progressives are going to be uh, squashed and removed and arrested, prosecuted for treason and put on trial. The next four years are, are going to be a lot of trials. There's going to be a lot of uh, changing of the guards, shall we say. All right. It is The, the transition into the new government for the people, by the people, through, and this is important, through blockchain. You're going to be very, very, very surprised about how much blockchain is implemented into the government. You're going to be very surprised about how well the government runs on blockchain. You're going to be very, very surprised. Hang on a second. All right. 
you're you're going to be very very surprised at about how this rolls out. The app that I've been talking about is coming. It's there's going to be a a government channel of communication through the app. There's going to be video through the app. Trump is going to roll out and allocate funds through the app, which will be linked with your bank accounts online and brick and mortar. projects from the government are going to go through the app. This this is going to put the control and the supervision of the government in the hands of the people. This is going to be a revolution that most people see most people are just going to gradually fall into it and not know the the amount of change that's really happening we will because we're actually going to be talking about it every day but most people's lives are not going to be so new. They're, they'll hear about the federal app. They'll download it. No big deal. Just another app. But us in blockchain, us in Bitcoin, we're going to understand the revolution that this is. the amount of change in the relationship between the federal government and the individual is going to be amazing. See, the government was structured as a way to communicate the people's wants, to communicate the direction of the country, to communicate the, 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 um, the legislation process. Basically, the government was just a bunch of ledgers. Filing of laws and things like that. You're going to be able to communicate with your representative instantly. Your representative will put out polls on the app. Think how revolutionary that is. Those polls will be on blockchain. Those communications will be on blockchain. Everything the government does will be on blockchain. See, this is going to flip the script where the government doesn't track us. We track the government. When the government fears the people, there is freedom.
this whole change, this whole revolution is needed. It's been needed for years, but the technology was never there. Nope. I'm gonna play you guys a video, right? And I want you to watch it and I want you to listen to it. And, all right. Hang on a second. Let me go over here. Over here. Oh, hang on a second. All right. Can you guys see that? Now, I want you to listen very carefully. Have you ever wondered why we go to war or why you never seem to be able to get out of debt? Why there is poverty, division, and crime? What if I told you it was a reason for all? What if I told you it was done on purpose? What if I told you that those who were corrupting the world, poisoning our food, and igniting conflict were themselves about to be permanently eradicated from the earth? You might think that an idealistic fantasy. Well, let me tell you a story. We acknowledge there are criminals, of course. They rob your house, they steal your phone. They can murder you too if they think they can get away with it. We have all experienced criminals in one way or another. Criminals as we know are those who choose personal gain over the rights of others and have no regard for the law. But here is where you need to expand your thinking. Criminals can also succeed as carefully and can be elected as our leaders. If a criminal became the president, imagine what they could achieve. They could use the full weight of their executive power to commit much larger crimes and ensure they and their friends were enriched to the fullest extent possible. A criminal president could create alliances with other criminal presidents and then collaborate on more global criminal activities. Anything goes. Drug running, human trafficking, whatever makes the big bucks. The 20th century was turbulent with war, economic disaster, famines, and displacement. We have always accepted these things as just human nature, and simply the way the world works. Something inevitable, and due to the weaknesses of human nature that drive us to these actions. This is where we were all tragically wrong. You are not a criminal. I am not a criminal. So how can we just assume that it is human nature that is driving all this pain and misery? What if it wasn't human nature at all, and as a result of something more deliberate? We were taught that capitalism was the cause of a massive rich-poor divide and the reason for poverty. 
which in turn is the reason for war, crime, and starvation. Others were taught that communism, a system of equal wealth across all people, was really to blame for the mess. But you see, folks, it is none of these things. It is not our nature to fight and be racist. It is not in our nature to rob from others. What you must learn is that it was the criminals all along. Yes, they got power. More power than a criminal should ever have. They rose to the top of media companies that control our news and entertainment. They ascended to the top of the banking system, also to the Oval Office, to Brussels, to the Vatican, to the Crown. They crept in quietly. They became leaders of agricultural companies who have control over our food supply. Also big pharmaceutical companies, the ones we trust to help us when we're sick. Nobody stopped them, and they just recruited more criminals to help them. First, they accumulated the world's wealth. They invented a system of money called central banking, which lends money to governments with interest, placing countries into eternal debt. People's wealth got less. Their wealth got more. Much more. When a criminal is already as rich as they can get, then protecting their ill-gotten gains becomes a priority. Angry citizens tired of being poor are a major obstacle and can revolt if they suffer enough. The criminals needed to prevent this. So they diverted attention to the last remaining competitor, the people of the world. You and me. We were not happy being ruled by criminals and having to work three jobs just to survive. They know we won't accept it. So they used their control of the media to set black against white, woman against man, young against old, Muslim against Christian. They convinced us we were the problem so that we would fight and destroy ourselves. To get it done faster, they attacked all aspects of humanity that make us strong. Like family, using their influence over culture, they popularized lifestyle choices that led to a surge in broken homes lost youth, and substance abuse. I could talk all day about how else they deliberately weakened us and it would turn your stomach. We were just trying to get on with living. So where are all the good guys? Good people just want to get married, have kids, make a living, and enjoy their liberty. Well, there were good guys, many. One became the president of the United States in January 1961. He knew about these criminals and wanted them gone. He knew their intentions for us all and he wanted to fight them. Sadly, he had no idea how powerful they had become. Reagan also had good intentions for the American people. He knew this criminal mafia controlled almost everything by the stage, including the powerful rogue intelligence agencies. His economic policies were promising, but the criminals needed a weak America to hold on to their power. Reagan was shown with a bullet that a growing U.S. economy and prosperous citizens were not what the criminals wanted. It was looking pretty grim for good people. Every time someone wanted to stand up and do the right thing, they got stopped. Were we ever to be freed? These criminals are also known as the Deep State, or Cabal, because of how they control things behind the scenes. Every president after Reagan was one of these deep state criminals, and their empire got even stronger. With each bad president came new depths America and the world would sink. The world collapsed into darkness. Do you need me to tell you how? 
destroyed factories, declining job numbers, sicker people, opioids, destruction of Iraq, Syria, and Yemen with pointless war, displacement of people into Europe, ISIS, terrorism, collapsed governments, poverty, and genocide. Total misery. Do you think that was inevitable? Hell no. Well, here is where things start to take a new turn. When the full picture comes to be known, it will forever be regarded as the greatest story ever told. Well, here is the top line. Some good people still held positions of power. They valued humanity and the rule of law. While criminals discussed their game plan at the annual Bilderberg meetings, the good guys were making plans of their own. The information age was coming to change history forever. As the internet flooded into every home, and appliances became smarter, and when people started carrying tracking devices, an opportunity to put an end to criminal control over the world was emerging. We became connected, trackable, and surveilled. But so did they. They became dependent, just like we did, on email, SMS, instant communication. It made crime much easier, but it also put them on a grid that, if accessed by the right people, would expose their crimes to the public and end their iron grip on us once and for all. In this new age of information, it was thought that the military should also have its own intelligence agency to focus on cybercrime and espionage. They called this the NSA, the National Security Agency. Here we had every phone call, email, and text from every device stored and archived. Whether it be someone making a doctor's appointment or the deep state setting up a massive heroin purchase from the Taliban. In the right hands, it would be enough information to expose the entire sinister criminal plot to rub us blind and wipe us out. All that thought, now I need to explain the plan. The good guys were devising a plan to reclaim the world from the cabal and return it to the people. It would involve alliances with multiple countries, since the criminals had global rat lines, trade, and other infrastructure in place that would need their cooperation. It came down to two choices for America. Launch a military coup to seize the government from whichever cabal puppet was in the White House at the time. Or win legitimately, take control of the NSA, expose the criminals for what they are, and arrest them all. Obviously, the first option would be very troubling for the public. With people still preoccupied with cabal-engineered social issues, they would likely revolt and hurt themselves and others. No, it would have to be the latter. So they needed a candidate who could win, and who could win big. Many states like California had been so heavily inundated by criminals that even the voting machines were electronically set up to swing votes any which way. It would need to be a very decisive victory. Good patriots in the U.S. military and their global partners asked Trump to run for president so they could take back control of America legitimately without alarming the public. Trump was a good choice, obviously, because he overcame the vote of fraud and won. But he was a patriot, and he was loved and admired by the public. He was not interested in joining the cabal because they hated America, and he did not agree with them on that point. As soon as he showed interest in taking power, they activated their media assets to viciously turn on him. That's when we saw the sudden hatred emerge. Even when he won, the cabal still had no idea what he was a part of and the sophisticated plan that was about to unfold against them. Shocked at their loss, they mobilized their full arsenal of intelligence, media, money, and technology to try and take back power. 
There are people at the top of the DOJ and FBI that put together a plan to frame Trump and have him impeached. This is where we come back to the NSA again. All messages were stored and could be used to expose this plot and prevent Trump's overthrow. An entire book will be written about the first two years of Trump's presidency. False flag terror attacks, down planes, missile alerts, assassination attempts. Here is the point. The world is currently experiencing a dramatic covert war of biblical proportions. Literally the fight for Earth between the forces of good and evil. I can't put it in simpler terms, but I can say it appears the good guys are winning. The Cabal had complete control over North Korea. They hijacked the Kim dynasty, took them hostage, and worked to build up a nuclear arsenal to threaten the world. Kim Jong-un suddenly embracing peace was simply because the deep state were beaten and driven out. ISIS was also destroyed in the year following Trump's win. We are all starting to see the pattern now that enough time has passed, that our biggest global concerns are starting to recede, and peace is returning. It is all evidence that the good guys are winning the war. But we are still in the middle. While a lot is improving, it still puzzles many that most of these known criminals are still free, especially the higher-ups like Hillary Clinton, the Bushes, and Obama. That is coming in the next chapter of the story. That's why we have Q. The good guys with control over the NSA began the Q intelligence dissemination program to invoke an online grassroots movement that came to be called The Great Awakening. It started on underground internet channels and then moved to the mainstream. Q has been a fun distraction for those who follow world events and desire truth, but it is about to begin a much more important and necessary phase, keeping the public informed when the deep state war breaks out onto the surface. By this, I mean high-profile arrests. Yes, folks, the criminals I'm referring to are famous politicians, actors, singers, CEOs, and celebrities. People who have earned our trust, respect, and admiration. They have done very bad things that are all fully known and documented, and they will be severely punished. Those of us who have followed Q since the beginning will be here to help you make sense of the coming events. We are among the first to realize that our petty partisan divisions are just trivial distractions, and we are all enslaved by a hidden enemy. We realized that the problem was never capitalism or socialism, Democrat or Republican, black or white, Muslim or Christian. We know it was just very powerful criminals who had too much power. Fellow slaves, it's time to buckle your seatbelt, recognize your true enemy, and embrace a new future that we all owe to the brave patriots who risk their lives to achieve this victory against the greatest force of evil the world has ever known. May God bless America. Nancy Pelosi has led the House Democrats for 16 years, including a stint as speaker in 2007. And... Now, the reason I wanted to play that for you guys was because what we're experiencing now, the, the Antifa riots, the Democrats not arresting the Antifa riots, the Democrats letting the riots happen. This is the war breaking out into the streets. 
Uh, someone said, what's the name? Oh, Jerry, what's the name of that again? The name of that is the plan to save the world. Q, the plan to save the world. Now, this is all breaking out onto the streets. For the last three years, this has been an underground digital war waged through the NSA and other global partners. The announcement that, um, that Trump gave yesterday, the peace agreement with Israel and, um, and other Middle Eastern countries is a huge deal. And this is why it isolates Iran and isolates Saudi Arabia. Iran and Saudi Arabia are the Middle Eastern hubs of the deep state. They controlled the oil. They controlled the Middle East through conflict, through war, through terrorism. The deep state, the CIA, the globalist, the progressives have ran Iran in Saudi Arabia since the early 70s, even, actually even before that. After the election, we're going to have to squash what is left of the progressive movement. Now, I'm not talking we as in the general public. Trump and the National Guard and other individuals, other companies. are going to clean up Antifa. We already know they're so, they already know their supply lines. They already know how they ship in food. They, they already know how it is funded. The Tides Foundation the Tides Foundation. Things are going to get interesting, my friend. Things are going to get very interesting, but it is going to be interesting to us because we know the backstory. We know what this really is. After the election, we're going to have about six months of cleanup to do. And that is sweeping out the remnants of the deep state. You haven't seen Trump. 
right. You haven't seen Trump in offense yet. You will. Tom, you're right. The sheeple will lose their minds, but there's not going to be that many sheeple. Red October. Why do you think I'm doing my tour in October? Why do you think I'm traveling around the country in October? What, what else do you think I do while I'm on tour? Just say it. This is a global movement. But the people changing the world are out in the world. Why do you think my first stop is in California? Nothing is on accident, my friends. Nothing. October is going to be very revealing. Right. We've all heard how, how Joe Rogan basically volunteered to do a debate with Trump and, uh, and Joe Biden. Do you think that that was happenstance? Do you think that Trump going on Joe Rogan's show is going to be happenstance? How do you wake up the people? How many people that are sleeping do you really think have ever heard Trump speak? How many people do you really think have ever heard an interaction between Trump and an honest questioner? How many people do you think will watch that episode of Joe Rogan live with Donald? You talk about an internet shut off. My friends, October is going to be, oh, I'm getting chills just thinking, literally. Literally. Getting chills, getting goosebumps. Question, is Joe coming out of the basement? Oh, no. Joe wants nothing to do 
with Joe Rogan and Trump. Nothing to do with that. October is going to be the month that made the new world. Maybe I should, maybe I should coin that. I guess I just did. Crypto Squirrel, I'll I'll see you in in Orange October 3rd. See you there, brother. Or girl. I don't know if Crypto Squirrel's a guy or a girl. My friends. Remember this time. Remember this moment. The world's about to change and you're going to witness it and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be scary. Not going to be easy. Nothing that changes the world is. Everybody, get ready. Get set. Go. And I am going. Yes, Lone Alpha Wolf, get your divvy. Get your divvy while you can. Trust me, because when the tour kicks off, there's going to be announcements from Divi. And it's going to push to another level. Not only here in America, but over in Asia, Africa, South America, Europe. Divi is going global, and I mean big global, in October. Love you guys, and I will see you tomorrow for another awesome show. Have a a great day. Check out www.diviproject.org. Get the wallet. Get on board. Telling you guys now. You'll see. Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Boy, I thought I was smooth, but I hit the wrong button. See you tomorrow, guys.